Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. So, Michelle, once again, you're making the call in the build-up to Budget 2024 for a minimum increase on social welfare rates. What do you think is that minimum? What should it be? The very minimum it should be, Alan, is €25 Euros, uh, per week in all core social welfare rates. And the Minister for Social Protection, uh, Minister Humphreys, today, she's holding her pre-budget forum. So, obviously, we're present at that forum and we'll be making the case for that €25 Euro a week increase. And what we saw in last year's budget, and we, we spoke about this after the budget, Alan, was that... You know, while there were welcome one-off measures, the more permanent gains were the gains on the tax side, and they went to those who pay tax at the higher rates, so people at the top of the income distribution, whereas, you know, vulnerable households, you know, carers, people on a pension, people on a disability allowance, those who are unemployed, you know, the majority of the resources that went to those people were one-off measures, and obviously when those measures are finished, they still have an inadequate income. And they're worse off this year, at this stage this year, than they were this time last year because we didn't, and at the time last year we were looking for a 20 euro a week increase in welfare rates and we got 12, so we're saying this year the absolute minimum just for those people to stand still is 25 euros a week. You have it broken down into a number of categories Mm -hmm. and you've focused in on older people living alone as Mm -hmm. well. What's your stance on that, please? Well, we've seen, and it's actually quite concerning. So between 2021 and 2022, you saw a jump of 55,000 older people uh, living in poverty. So that arose by nearly a third. So, um, we're, and older people who live alone are particularly vulnerable, you know, with high energy costs, high food costs. So we're looking for a five euro increase in the living alone allowance and obviously a 25 euro increase in the, the pension for older people as well. But I think it's important that older people, particularly those older people living alone, don't get lost in this discussion. And, you know, the minister was out kind of at the weekend making statements about a, maybe another double child benefit payment. But we're really concerned that, again, going to be those one-off measures, which while they're welcome, but when you've spent those measures on your, your ESB bill or whether you've filled your tank with oil or put food on the table, when that money is gone, you're still left really struggling to make ends meet. I want to look at the carers next because, you mm-hmm. know, we have thousands of carers here in County Wexford. Where do you stand on the carers issue and what do you say to the carers of Wexford as to how much, how forcibly you're going to, uh, to, to raise this issue? Well, what I mean, they provide a huge amount of unpaid work that's so valuable to the state every week. And, you know, it's really not acknowledged. So in this budget, we're looking for an expansion of the free travel scheme to include people in receipt of the domiciliary care allowance an increase of the annual carer support grants to 2,000 euros. And then we're you know, supporting the call of Family Carers Island to actually have an independent review of carers allowance because it's really not appropriate for the times in which we live in, particularly in terms of assessing the income of the household itself. And then the really difficult position it puts the person who is the carer in. And finally, the government did commit in the programme for government for a carer's guarantee. We're no closer to it than we were in 2020. So we're looking for a pilot programme of a carer's guarantee to look at what are the what's the basic level of services that a carer and families will need and the basic level of income that they might need. Right. So we need a pilot of that and that would cost about 10 million euros in a year to pilot. Disability is another issue that uh, you, you are raising today and uh, you say these are the this is the group in the Irish society with the highest risk of poverty. Uh, where have you gleaned that information from? They are so that's from the latest um, data from the CSO from the Survey on Income and Living Conditions, which was released just earlier this year in March, and it re- relates to 2022. And this is 
consistent, Alan, it's that people with a disability, because they have an additional cost in their daily lives, they have a higher poverty rate, the highest poverty rate in the state, a higher poverty rate in the rest of us. And they also, those of working age, have a much lower participation rate, even though if they want to get into a job, you know, the, the supports aren't there to support them into the labour force. So we're looking for, you know... Last year, government did for the first time acknowledge that there was a cost of disability and they introduced a one-off cost of disability payment. And we've been advocating for years that this should be, you know, a recurring payment. So we're looking for a cost of disability allowance, a weekly allowance of €25 a week. There's about three reports there now, Alan, spanning about 10 years, Mm. showing the varying costs of disability, yet we've seen no move on it. So first, we'd like an acknowledgement of the principal. Uh, um, you know, an, a minimum allowance of 25 euros a week, then with, government should look to the most recent Indicon report and look at how it might support people and their the different types of disability because it's it's an ongoing cost that they should not be bearing on their own. I want to talk to you now about child benefit. It was in the news yesterday about a possible mm-hmm. double payment, yet you remain, believe it remains a key route to tackling child poverty. And also there's the concern of parents who still have children in school uh, up to 19 years of age and the, the pressures on them when the child benefit ends are huge. So let's look at it from what you're suggesting and also can you give me your view on that area where a child stays in school a longer child, a young adult, uh, up to 19 years of age. Well, for a start, we're looking for a €50 increase in the child benefit payment, so in the monthly payment, because, as you say, it's a key route to tackling child poverty. And it's also not an unemployment trap, because the problem is, if you look at, for example, the qualified child allowance or other areas, if you increase those and then a person takes up employment and they're at risk of losing that, it becomes a trap. This means it's not a trap, and it supports those families who aren't dependent on welfare as well. And as you said, we would be supportive of extending it to until such time as the child has finished school and that's 19 years of age it should be extended to 19 years of age because in reality if you have a teenager in your house you're basically feeding another adult and you're also clothing another adult and it's a huge cost for families then if all of a sudden they meet this cliff edge and they lose that child benefit payment and yet they still have to cover the cost of their child and then probably looking into funding them through college as well. We know that they have a massive pot of money. Um, We know also in key areas there's a certain reluctance to spend it. And the areas that you and I have discussed this morning are, I'm sure, and many of the listeners will agree, are those key areas. They invite you to make submissions at these various uh, sessions, etc. Do they listen Mm -hmm. to you, Michelle? Well, I would hope so. I mean, we've been very consistent on this. And what they did acknowledge at the National Economic Dialogue this year, both the Taoiseach, uh, Leah Varadkar, and the Minister for Finance, Michael McGrath, did acknowledge that, you know, there were mistakes made last year and some people, vulnerable households, uh, were less well off this year than last year because they focused on one-off measures instead of looking at the income going into the households. So I would hope that they've learned that lesson. Now, I am concerned when I hear about the Minister talking about double payments again and not addressing the actual issue of income going into a house on a weekly basis. This is a social protection pre-budget forum, so obviously we're focusing on welfare here. We're looking for a minimum of €25 a week increase. But obviously we have other proposals in terms of families of work, people of working age as well, that we're also presenting to government. And we would like to see some progress on this. And we'll be consistent on this because unless government wants to find themselves in a situation where they have the second regressive budget in a row, 2023 and 2024, then they need to move on things like income adequacy and social welfare payments. I know speaking to St Vincent de Paul on regular occasions, on many occasions, they've told me that there are situations where there are people uh, within the household all working 
and yet they uh-huh. need to they need to call on the services at Vincent de Paul when there's yeah. any form of emergency like a, a heavy electricity bill or a family emergency they do not have any form of financial backup that can't be right they don't and that's reason earning in the central bank has highlighted this for the past number of years about 180,000 households they only have a, a, the savings that would cover them for barely a month you know which is so worrying given the situation we live in a lot of those households are in employment so obviously we would like to see the fuel allowance extended to people on the working family payment because then that would ac- allow them to access the free retrofitting grants as well. And obviously those are the types of households those grants should be targeting. But it also points to issues around wage adequacy, low pay. We are you know, hearing that there's going to be a, sub- a recommendation for a substantial increase in the national minimum wage, for example, from the Low Pay Commission. So... You know, we we need to look at social welfare income, but also income in general and the issue of low pay and the issue of cost, because if costs keep rising, then that really puts a squeeze on people. And the costs that are continuing rising are housing, energy and food. And there's no way that people can avoid those costs. And that's why when something happens like, you know, the washing machine breaks or you have to replace a piece of furniture or the car breaks down, people really can't cover those costs. And they end up, you know, turning to the Vincent de Paula place. They probably thought they'd never end up turning. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.